example, listen, uh, great service this morning. Uh, Pastor asked me to give a short testimony on giving, and uh, my thoughts were what I was thinking about what I was, uh, how I was going to, I suppose, give my testimony about it was, the thought of putting God first just kept coming into, into my mind. Um, and Proverbs 3.9 says this, it says, Honour the Lord with thy substance, and with the first fruits of all thine increase. You know what, there's not a person in here that doesn't want God to bless their lives, isn't that true? We all want God's hand blessing our lives, and our finances, and our families, in our spiritual lives. So there's a, a multiple of areas where we want God to touch our lives. I know I certainly need his touch. But, you know, I suppose, my testimony. Uh, many years ago, I, was, I got saved when I was young. Actually, the guy that led me to the Lord was in church in the, in the fourth service, Kevin Daly. Um, and uh, great to see him at church. But for me, I walked away from God and I started doing my own thing and I ended up on drugs and all that sad story that you all know. But what I done was I stopped putting God first and I started putting myself first and, and everything I done revolved around making me happy and satisfying what I felt I wanted satisfied in my own life. And God really didn't fit into that picture. And when I got right with God and came back, came back to church and I got right with God, things had to change. And I had to start putting God first in a number of areas of my life. And it's not always easy to put God first because we are very independent beings. Mm -hmm. You know, we all want our own way, don't we? You know, we all want our own way. And the first thing I, I found that I had to do when I, when I got right with God and I came back to God was I had to put God first in my time. I had to dedicate time to God in the morning Bible says those that seek me early shall find me. I had to start doing devotions in the morning, praying. I had to start coming to church. Um, and not that I had to, I knew I, need, I knew I needed to. And I needed to put God first in my time. And then I needed to put God first in my choices. There was a lot of things in my life that I had been doing that I, I needed to stop doing. Because if I wanted to be all that God wanted me to be, I had to start doing the, the things that God wanted me to do, to be the type of man that God wanted me to be. And you know what? That wasn't easy, but I knew, it, I knew to, to be all that God wanted me to be. I had to put God first. You know what? You know the verse, very familiar verse in Matthew 6, 33, and you are going to say it with me. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So it's in our benefit to put God first. So I had to put God first in my time. I had to put God first in my choices. But also God wanted me to put him first in my finances. And you say, oh no, back to money. You know what, God talked a lot about money in the Bible. You know, even the story this morning, what were the disciples worried about? The money. How much is this going to cost? <laughs> Where are we going to get the money to do this? What God does costs money sometimes. You know, to have our lovely church, to have our pastor here, you know, it costs money. You know, to evangelize, to reach the world, what you're commanded to do, it costs money. There's nobody else going to support our local church. We're not part of a bigger organization that sends money to us every month uh, to keep the church going. Anything that we want to do as a church needs to come from the giving uh, of the tithes and offerings from the members of the church here in Tala. That's, that's me and you. So we need to be willing to put God first. You know, the, the, when I got, first got right with God, I lived in Scotland and I went to a church that never thought about giving. 
I think the, I think the pastor was afraid to start talking about giving them in case the people get out. But he never talked about giving, and I never fully understood what it meant to give a tithe to the Lord, to give my tithe um, and offerings to the Lord. They never understood biblically what that meant. When I used to go to church in Scotland, and I was I was doing well, great Christian life, and all that kind of stuff. I used to reach down into my pound coins in my pocket in Scotland, reap deep down into my pocket. And when the offering plate would come around, I'd put a load of pound coins and the odd five pound note on the plate. And I felt great about it. You know what? Was that tithing? Was that biblical tithing? No. I was given an offering, but I wasn't biblically tithing. What God wanted me to do was, he wanted me to give of the first 10% of all the increase he had given me. And you know what? That was not easy to do. Especially in those early days, I didn't have much money at all. You know, I was living from week to week. But God wanted me to put him first in my time, in my choices, but also in my finances. And I believe as a church, if we would all do what God wants us to do, we would have an abundance of money where we wouldn't be struggling, where a pastor wouldn't have to do, um, I suppose... Uh, given ideas to, to, to make up the budget. We should be absolutely doing well as a church uh, if we would all do what God would want us to do. Let me give you this example and I'll be done. There are three types of givers. There's the flint, there's the sponge, and then there's the honeycomb giver. You see, the flint, in order to get some money out of flint, what you have to do is you have to get the hammer, you have to whack them a few times. You get a bit of sparks and a bit of splinters come off the flint. Hard to get something off them. You can get a bit off them. Then you get the sponge. And in order to get the sponge to give a little bit, you know what you have to do with the sponge? You have to wring them out. <laughs> and to get, money out of, to get money out of the sponge, Christian, what you have to do is you have to, you know, come up with some, some ideas. You'll maybe have, you know, poor kids and we're going to send shoeboxes and all that kind of stuff. And that's great. And you can get a good bit out. And the more you squeeze, the more you get. That, that's helpful and we will continue to do that but you know what there's a different type of giver and this giver is free to give it costs them to give but they do it out of a heart that wants to give and that's the honeycomb it just oozes out giving and it's not a big deal when there's a need if they can meet the need it's no problem to meet the need you know what when it comes to tithes and offerings it's not a fight between them and God whether they can give it that month it just flows through them. Why? Because God blesses them in order to give. And church, God has blessed us abundantly. And we need to do all that God would want us to do with our time, with our choices, but also with our finances. This coming year should be a year that we as a church um, are, are in the black, not in the red. We should not be chasing our tails throughout the year. You know, it's a privilege to give to the Lord. And let me encourage you, in your finances, put God first.